are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going really well. How about you? Going well for me, too. Matt, we're just we're just a couple weeks from training camps being open. Are you ready for that? Starting to be. Uh, I always do a vacation, family vacation, late July, which always overlaps with you know the Steelers opening training camps. So I kind of have to bounce in between. It's from the YMCA camp we go to. I'm trying to do all that balancing now, like which days will I be here, which days will I be there, and then as soon as we get back from vacation, I'm already behind and, you know, getting all my arrangements set up for Latrobe, so I'm starting to stress a little bit about it, to be honest with you. Well, if you are, I know know some of these NFL teams, some of these NFL players are. We talked about the wide receiver position yesterday. We looked at the top 20 uh, wide receivers according to new DLF Dynasty ADP, and you know, until we kind of went through that conversation, I, I don't think I realized how many of these top valued wide receivers were in new situations. You know, how yeah, many times, wow. did, how many times did I say new quarterback, uh, w- whether uh, it was Deontay Johnson and his team is, is signing and drafting a quarterback, or if it's a, a player like Hollywood Brown or Devonte Adams getting traded, uh, if it, it, it must've been five or six of those top 20 wide receivers we're changing spots or changing situations this off season. Uh, the same thing can be said about a couple of these quarterbacks we're going to talk about today. Um, but I, I think this is going to be one of the uh, most interesting preseasons and, and training camp periods that we've seen in some time uh, because of all these changes that have happened over the past couple of months. It's funny because as you said that, I just started looking at our notes from yesterday of the the wide receivers with different quarterback situations in the top 20, and I think I'm up to seven, including Drake London, who's not going to play for USC this year, you know, but DK Metcalf and Pittman and Adams and Hill, and it's quite the list. Did you count Debo? Yes, because I do think he he is going to get a new quarterback that we will be discussing here any minute. That's right. That's right. Uh, We are continuing our series of overvalued and undervalued dynasty assets. Uh, We kicked that off on Monday um, as Kate and Marcus discussed the running back position. They talked about Aaron Jones and uh, and Najee Harris and and that so many others. We went through player by player the top 20 dynasty wide receivers yesterday. We're moving over to the quarterback position today. We're going to focus on the top 10 quarterbacks and and their dynasty value and just how we feel about that. Are they overvalued or undervalued as we head into the 2022 NFL season? Matt, let's start at the top. The quarterback one, Josh Allen. First of all, do you feel good about Josh Allen as the dynasty quarterback one? Uh, do, Do you think he's properly ranked there? I do. And the redraft one. I mean, he's come so far as a football player every step of the way, you know. And the I think he's the most talented quarterback on the planet, including Pat Mahomes. And he's in a great situation. 
if I can nitpick at all, I wish Brian Dayball was still there, but you know, Ken Dorsey's got a great reputation. They add things like Cook out of the backfield and even little periphery things like O.J. Howard for him. So uh, they're not they're not shortchanging Josh here at all. Yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with Josh Allen as the quarterback one either. I don't have it ranked that way personally, but hmm. I, I don't know how you see the top of this quarterback group. I think they're they're all bunched in uh, very tight, very very tightly. Uh, we I talked about the Scott Fishbowl yesterday that kicked off earlier this week. I thought Josh Allen would be the, the runaway one hundred and one in in most of those drafts, uh, but we saw we saw quite a few uh, quite a few Scott Fishbowl managers go a different direction, including the league I'm in, where this guy who's the quarterback two in Dynasty was the one hundred and one. That's Justin Herbert. He was the 101 in a lot of the Scott Fishbowl drafts. He's the quarterback, too, here in Dynasty. Obviously, the big jump after what we saw last year. Got some nice weapons, was able to keep Mike Williams in town. Picked up a couple other pieces, including some running back depth uh, and and a new tight end for Justin Herbert. Kept the coaching staff uh, pretty much intact, I believe. Justin Herbert, QB2, you like it? Sort of. I have immense respect for him as a player, as a, a prospect, a developing young quarterback. And we're splitting hairs here because these guys are bunched together. I just can't put him over Mahomes, who's three. Right. Patrick Mahomes, no surprise, is the quarterback three. We haven't mentioned his name yet. Um, it, Mahomes is still my quarterback one, right? Um, so, I, totally I mean, I know, yeah. The, yeah, I, I know the – yeah, I know the – uh, the changes, the loss of Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey's getting older. Uh, the the run game was rough. The offensive line was rough. I get all that. Uh, I know you said you you just look at Josh Allen as as the most talented quarterback in in the world. I still think that's Patrick Mahomes. Sure. Now, <clears throat> if you tell me I'm stuck with Josh Allen or Justin Herbert. Um, I, I won't be too upset about that again. I think all three of these guys, and in fact, I think the fourth guy, it, it, they're all in a very tight group. What that probably means in, in a dynasty league is I'm not taking any of them, right? I'm, I'm waiting for somebody else to figure out who they want as the quarterback one because there is such a small gap for me and and honestly for, for so many others. it It probably becomes a a little bit of a game of chicken, especially in those one quarterback leagues yeah, where, you know, you can wait and get Dak Prescott or, or Kyler Murray or one of those guys later. So, um, keep, single quarterback leagues are, are going to be interesting uh, this year for sure. Um, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes at three thoughts there. I, I would have him at two, you know, and probably closer to, well, I'd have him at two. Um, he still has MVPs in his future and maybe 10 more years of great play. I bet he wins another Super Bowl or more. Uh, I, I have great trust in that organization. I don't know that Andy Reid will be there in a couple of years, but I mean, I still mm. am very much in favor of Mahomes. Um, if last year was a quote down year, I can live with that. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, very, very it, true. Yeah, they'll be fine. Well, well, that's why he's being undervalued, right? And and yeah, I do think yeah. we can call him undervalued, even though we're we're just talking about a difference of three to two or three to one. Uh, I think I think we've got a 
consider Patrick Mahomes right now undervalued in dynasty leagues, which is uh, feels a little Hard crazy to, to say. <laughs> Hard to believe. Matt, when we come back, we'll talk about quarterback four through ten. Hey, everyone. Let me tell you about Dave. And for those of you that follow my work, I mean, I, I left ESPN well over 10 years ago. And since then, my income would say it's inconsistent. You never know when some checks are coming from some companies I've worked for or when they're going to clear or some of them are they ever going to come at all or what the next gig is. So everyone throughout their life, or I'm sure a very high percentage of you, have been in some kind of situation in your lives where you're you're just a little tight on cash or maybe you could only afford to put a few gallons in your tank. Don't even get me started on gas prices right now. Or, you know, you're wondering if you can afford a gift for your friend or whatever or your kids or the bills or whatever. But that's where Dave's can, Dave can help. I mean, if you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected, unexpected expenses pop up. And who knows in today's world? Uh, now Dave can get you out of a pinch when you really need it. In hindsight, it's 2020, and you can't change the past, but what if you could get a little help from your future self? You know, Maybe you could, you'd ask to borrow a little cash. And again, now you can with Dave, which is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money than to fill your tank or buy that gift or catch up on your bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hang-ups. There's no interest and no credit card, no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need. So if you're, need, if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a, a helpful hand from future you. So here's what you do. Uh, download the Dave app, D-A-V-E, at the App Store right now. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member FDIC. And our, our promo code is LOCKEDNFL. So again, go check out the Dave app immediately. Thanks so much. We are back today. We are continuing our overvalued and undervalued dynasty assets series. We're talking about the quarterback position. We'll look at the top 10 quarterbacks from July DLF dynasty ADP. You will not find that on dynastyleaguefootball.com quite yet. It will be there soon, but for now, consider this a sneak peek of the top 10 quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes are the top three that we've discussed so far. Quarterback four is Lamar Jackson. You know, Matt, I've got to check my rankings. I think I still have Lamar Jackson as quarterback two, and I feel just fine about that. I totally get it, too. I mean, he is my third redraft quarterback. I would lean more. There's a guy I like better than him that we have not named yet, and we'll get to that when the name pops up. My worries with Lamar are not his passing. I think that's crazy. I think he's a much better passer than people realize. But I think they're going to get back to running the ball a lot. I don't know what his contract status is. And I think long-term durability is worrisome for him, just with his style of play. I mean, could he have a Cam Newton-like career and last a couple years less than you like? And he's not nearly Cam Newton's size. Well, he hasn't really caused a stir with the contract talks yet so because of that it hasn't become a huge issue but uh, he is going into 
this 2022 season. Uh, I believe he's in the final year mm-hmm. of his contract. Yep. Uh, the the Ravens have made it pretty clear, uh, both that they're they're ready to pay him, they're ready to talk about contracts, and, and ready to pay up uh, what they consider market value. Uh, they've also made it pretty clear they're willing to franchise tag him after this season if they don't get that deal done. Now, with all that said, I, I don't. Maybe maybe Lamar is not ready to talk contract extension. I'm I'm not sure what's going on. We know, you know, famously he does not have an agent. He, he right. and his his mother handle those conversations. Uh, it, we did see the. I don't know if you saw this, Matt, but there was the. Uh, the Twitter stuff over the weekend, I believe that he changed his profile picture and, uh, it's, uh, Oh, I didn't know. Did you see this? No, I think it was actually like a, uh, I don't know, I guess a set of dinosaur, a set of, um, gold teeth, like grills or something. And with the letters, I need money or I want money in them. Something like that. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, you know, something to. It, I mean, it's going to come bubbling to the surface. I mean, Mayfield and Darnold—they've gotten big numbers already from you know the fifth-year options, and Josh Allen has the big contract. They're all in the same draft class. That's why I bring it up. I mean, he's going to get paid big, but he'd be a little bit difficult for me to pay. Uh, I can't give him a Mahomes eight to ten-year contract. You know, I mean, it, it, I just don't trust him to be the same player in five years. So you think he'll get the probably the average salary, but maybe not the the length of contract. I mean, because he doesn't have an agent, I could see this getting a little uglier and uglier, and then he gets franchised after the season. They're not going to let him go, but I mean, you start no, getting into franchising no. guys, then it gets a little ugly. I mean, it's just not good for the locker room. I just think he's a tough one to create a contract for, and I'd also like to see yeah. him get one more receiver too. But that probably comes in the next offseason. <laughs> Yeah, we talked to Rashad Bateman gaining some value, but there's there's a lot of questions. They need some help mm-hmm. at that receiver position for sure. Quarterback five, Joe Burrow, another player who has been on the rise. I talked about him a little bit yesterday as mm-hmm. I drafted him in SFB 12. He's quarterback five here. Is this the guy that you like over Lamar Jackson? No, Burrow would be my six. And I have very few concerns about him. I think he is a tremendous player and will be for a long time. Um, I just like one more player better than these last two. And one thing I heard about Burrow, the more redraft work I do this time of year, there was a a large portion of his fantasy points last year came in like three different games. You know, they torched the Ravens one time when they were totally banged up and playing fourth string corners and, the games Jamar Chase had a 80-yard touchdown or whatever were Burrow's big days, but it wasn't a consistent flow, and that's just a minor, minor concern. I mean, again, we're splitting hairs here against these great quarterbacks because I'd love to have him in Dynasty. I would love to have him too, but it, it does kind of feel like last year was a uh, almost a best-case scenario type season. Mm-hmm. We know he's not going to give us anything on the ground where, uh, unlike – Allen and Lamar and, and a couple of these other guys will get to. So I, I don't know that I'm ready to say Burrow is overvalued, but I don't see him getting much higher than this, honestly. Good point. Good point. Because, I mean, even if he continues playing like this and has a Hall of Fame career and he still is going to get passed by 
Trey Lance or Malik Willis or Jalen Hurts or Fields or, you know, some runner is going to go ahead of him and he'll stay at five-ish, you know what I mean? Right. Quarterback six, Kyler Murray. This must be your guy. It is. And it is I have some okay. questions. I have some questions about him as a player. I don't love his head coach and the usage and stuff in Arizona, but I'm stealing this from Dwayne McFarland or PFF who does great, great work. And it's the reason Kyler is my number two redraft quarterback this year is with the exception of Allen, no one has Kyler's upside. Just think of yardage as a runner and a passer. I mean, he could get the 5,000 yards throwing and a thousand yards on the ground. Allen's the only one that even has a chance to do those things. You know, I mean, those are the only two. I think we, we, in general, in Dynasty, we value players so much based on what we've, what we've seen the previous season, you know, if that's recency Mm -hmm. bias or or whatever you want to call that. Uh, And I think that's the case with Kyler Murray, a little bit of a uh, down back half of the season for him last year. Uh, this off season didn't necessarily get off to a great start. Then the DeAndre Hopkins suspension. So there's, there's been certainly some reasons for some concern with Kyler Murray, but I'm with you. I, I think we can call him undervalued. And even if, even if uh, he just belongs in the conversation with Lamar Jackson, with Patrick Mahomes, that's more, significant than where he is right now down here at quarterback six. So we've got Kyler Murray and Patrick Mahomes as undervalued. Yes. We're, we're kind of, we're kind of taking the easy way out here because we haven't said, we haven't called anybody overvalued quite yet. So we want to move those two guys up. We just don't want to move anybody down. Uh, we'll, we'll see what the rest of this quarterback list looks like right after this. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. Now make your second listen the Locked On NFL podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league. Because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. We're talking overvalued and undervalued dynasty quarterbacks today. We're looking at the top 10 Dynasty quarterbacks from July, DLF, Dynasty ADP. So far, we've talked about the top six. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and Kyler Murray. Quarterback seven, Matt, is Dak Prescott. What are your thoughts on Dak and the Dallas Cowboys? I think he is a good buy-low candidate. Um, I think, you know, the public perception these last two years has probably brought him down more than he deserves. He doesn't run quite as much as people think, but I think he's a better processor, reader of defenses, accuracy player than often given credit for. But he'd be my QB7. I don't think he's underrated or overrated. I would, I still wouldn't take him over Burrow, but I'd take him over the other guys we're going to mention. Yeah, I think that's where I am as uh, on Dak as well. I certainly wouldn't push him any higher. Um Maybe you can make a case for one of these upside players that we'll we'll talk about, even to be ranked ahead of him. Of course, lost Amari Cooper. 
lost Michael Gallup at least for part of the season. So there's there's questions about uh, who Dak is going to throw the ball to. In the end, I'm with you. I think this is about where he should be. <clears throat> Quarterback eight, Russell Wilson. Uh, you don't typically see a player uh, of this age uh, gain value in Dynasty, even at the quarterback position, although we, we look at Wilson and think he has plenty of years left. But this is the player that I was mentioning who is going to be in a new situation like so many of those wide receivers we talked about yesterday. Of course, Russell Wilson gets traded from Seattle to Denver. Uh, I feel like it's a better situation for him. You know, I mean, we've spent the past almost 10 years asking Seattle, asking Pete Carroll to let Russ cook. We've seen glimpses, uh, certainly at the, the beginnings of seasons, and then they... For, for whatever reason, they put on the brakes and they, they lean on the running game and all of that. I don't think we're going to see that in Denver. I think they are no. going to let Russell Wilson go. He's got Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. We're excited about those two guys as value gainers. Albert O is a player who could who's already gained a lot of value and could be a big producer this season. The running game is back. Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. It is like all systems go for Russell Wilson. Yeah, I think he's in a better situation. I don't know it, though. You know, I think so. And I think that that division is going to play in a ton of shootouts this, this year as well. And it's not you're not going to be able to play close to the, the vest. Um, I still think he's probably properly ranked, just because I don't know what his longevity is going to be. You know, yeah. Three years, yeah, I, yeah, three years from now, is he a top 10 guy? I agree. I think he's in the right spot ranking ADP-wise. But that's mostly because of of age. I don't think I would put him above any of the other seven that we've talked about. You know, if right. if Kyler Murray has a, another frustrating year, then maybe. But I mean, fall. we're yeah. still we're still talking about a, a big difference in in age there. A couple guys left. I, I mentioned some high upside uh, options towards the end of the list. Here they are: quarterback nine, Trey Lance. And uh, not necessarily in a new situation in 2022, but certainly going to be looked at as the starter when he started just one game and played sparingly last season as a rookie. I mean, notice we haven't talked about Justin Fields. We haven't talked about Trevor Lawrence. So of that uh, of that rookie crop from a year ago, we haven't talked about Mac Jones either. Trey Lance has, has risen to the top of that even in – playing just a couple of games as a rookie. Any concerns there, Matt? Concerns, yes, but I am willing to gamble on extreme talent and maybe more than that, I'm willing to gamble on Shanahan. You know, I don't think Jimmy's going to be in the mix at all or even be a 49er before long. And I wish Lance would have played more over the last two years. He's barely played at all, so there could be some rust and some ugliness, but... Uh, if he's going to be Shanahan's quarterback for the next 10 years and he's that talented, he's going to score a lot of fantasy points. And quarterback 10, let's wrap it up here. Jalen Hurts, the Eagles quarterback, one of your favorite guys to talk about. Um, man, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume you're going to put Jalen Hurts on the overvalued list. And if that's the mm-hmm. case, who who are we going to replace him with? Well, it, I think I, I have concerns about him long term. I don't know. That, 
There's other guys on this list that I know will be an NFL starting quarterback in two or three years. I don't know that about Hurts. But that being said, my redraft list, I have him fourth overall. I mean, I have him over Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow, Brady. I think he's going to have a monster season and has no competition really for snaps this year. Um, The only other name that's not on the top ten, and you briefly mentioned him, that I think has a case that I expect to take a huge step forward is Trevor Lawrence. So maybe I would have Lawrence over Hertz, but they would be my top 11. Yeah, and not not so long ago, maybe even last month, I'll have to go back and check, Deshaun Watson was among this this group where he had so quickly gained value after the trade to Cleveland. And, um, you know, there's, he he's been back in the news for the, all the wrong reasons again. The um, the meetings and uh, discussions around his possible suspension mm-hmm. have wrapped up. We're just kind of waiting for that final word to come down. And it's it's really been kind of all over the place. You know that it it could be a full year suspension, or maybe he doesn't get suspended at all, which I have a real hard time believing. What are you doing with Deshaun Watson right now in dynasty leagues? Yeah, I guess we have to bring him up because I'm looking at my redraft list when I said no one else competes in the top 10 and he's not even on my redraft list because I don't expect him to play this year. But let's so say... So that's where you are. You're, you're, you're expecting a full year suspension. I am. Okay. So I was going to raise this question to you when you brought his name up. If that's true, if if when we hit stop on the record button, it comes across, Lawrence is, or Watson's been suspended for the year. Would you rather have Watson or Hurt or Hurts? Oh, I'd rather have Hurts, for sure. Yeah, okay. But would you rather Fields or Mack or any of those type of guys? I think I'd rather have Watson. I, I don't mind waiting a year. I can find quarterbacks. I can I can live with Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins for a year. I mean, we've already done this for a year, though, right? He's already wasted one year on your, on your bench. Um, I would rather have Fields. I would rather have Lawrence. I would rather have anybody we talked about today. Um, I think, I think it becomes a conversation when you get down to the next tier of, of veterans, right? Stafford Rogers, Derek Carr cousins, uh, and the, and the next tier of young guys, Mac Jones to, uh, you know, the ones that we don't necessarily ever look at and think that they're going to be top five dynasty quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's, that's the conversation. I would much rather have Watson than Tua or Mac Jones or Zach Wilson. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, I mean, we've, we've talked about Watson so much and yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, I feel like we give the caveat every, every time of, if you just don't want to root for this guy because of what he's allegedly done, we understand that. And, and the more we hear, the more. I lean that direction that there's so many quarterbacks and you're right. Quarterbacks are easy to find. And, <clears throat> you know, Kirk cousins and Derek Carr, you can almost always get them at a, at a nice price. And there's going to be guys like that. I just don't know if on Sundays I want to sit down and, and cheer on Deshaun Watson. That's kind of where I'm get that. It's kind of the point I'm getting to. I, I, to be, to be honest. I mean, he really isn't worth all the breath we've had to spit out about him for the last couple of months. I'll be honest, and people might dislike me for this, but I, I, I detach fantasy from the real world. I don't care what kind of person I t- they are. I typically do as well. Yeah, I, know. I, I mean, normally I do too. Do. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I can 
just I hesitate to even bring this up, you know, but just like from a fantasy perspective only, folks, of course. I don't mind waiting a year for them, though, if I can buy them at 75% of the, 75 cents on the dollar. Well, I, I pulled off a trade recently with Deshaun Watson. You can tell me what you think, and we'll we'll close out the show with this. In a super dynasty super flex, it is a contract league, so that makes things a little more challenging both hmm. directions. Uh, I gave Deshaun Watson, and I got Rashad Bateman. Interesting. It's not as you say it is a super flex. It's it is super flex. Yep. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you would have really wanted more. Regret it that in four like. years, though. Uh, I'm, I might. I might. You never know. Right. But uh, like but I said, I, I kind of nice got to the point. To I'd, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted him off my roster. I, I had some decent quarterback depth, luckily, and mm-hmm. it just kind of felt like the the time to make that move. So we'll we'll no, see I what get happens. It. I get it. Yeah. I'm with you though. I don't. I don't really want to talk about him too much anymore. <laughs> All right. I like talking about these other guys better. That's the end of our quarterback conversation. We didn't really find anybody that we think is overvalued. Not even Trey Lance or Jalen Hurts. Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray feel like values. That means we don't necessarily want to move them a, a, above Jackson or Burrow or Herbert. Uh, but it means you can maybe wait on those guys as targets if you are drafting or if you're trying to make a trade. Maybe those players come in a little bit of a discount compared to some of the others right now. Yeah, I mean, I thought in terms of overvalued, I thought Herbert might be one spot too high. Burrow might be one spot too high. But, I mean, it's not like, wow, I can't believe he's in the top five. Yeah. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.